Today is the 24th of July, 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship. And welcome from a very sticky and hot and muggy and humid West Yorkshire. It's going to be a really rough couple of days. Now, I know you guys are out there where it's kind of 90% humidity all the time, but this is Yorkshire. We don't normally get this. It's normally calm and peaceful and relaxed and normally quite temperate. So we're all suffering a bit. Feel sorry for us, please. Feel sorry for us. Except if you're in parts of the world where currently temperatures are hitting over 40 degrees. Then you have my full sympathy and I will stop whinging about now. If you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture and music. So having explained how it all works... Let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayers. Let's pray, shall we? Father in heaven, we thank you that you've revealed to us the name Jesus Christ, the name of your Son which leads us to you as your children. We ask, Lord, that your hands soon bring in a new age, a time truly of God and of the Saviour, fulfilling what has long been promised. Watch over us today. Bless us. If we suffer, Continue to uphold us with your mighty hand. If we grieve, may your name still be honoured. Lord, we ask that your kingdom may come, breaking into all the evil of the world, and that your will be done on earth as in heaven. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to centre our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about the census in Israel that David starts. And we read the book of Jude. But we'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures today. Father, inspire me to read your scriptures and to meditate upon them day and night. I beg you to give me real understanding of what I read, that I may in turn put its precepts into practice. Yet I know that understanding and good intentions are worthless unless rooted in your graceful love. So I ask that the words of Scripture may not just be signs on a page, but today, Lord, let them be channels of grace into my heart. Amen. And our Bible readings this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version. We're beginning with 2 Samuel 24. Again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he incited David against them, saying, Go, count the people of Israel and Judah. So the king said to Joab and the commanders of the army who were with him, Go through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and take a census of the people so that I may know how many they are. But Joab said to the king, May the Lord your God increase the number of people a hundredfold while the eyes of my lord the king can still see it. But why does my lord the king want to do this? But the king's word prevailed against Joab and the commanders of the armies. So Joab and the commanders of the army went out from the presence of the king to take a census of the people of Israel. They crossed the Jordan and began from Ariah, and from the city that is in the middle of the valley towards Gad, and on to Gaza. Then they came to Gilead, and to Kadesh in the land of the Hittites. And they came to Dan, and from Dan they went around to Sidon, and came up to the fortress of Tyre, and to all the cities of the Hivites and Canaanites. And then they went out to the Negeb of Judah at Beersheba. So when they had gone throughout all the land, they came back to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty days. Job reported to the king the number of those who had been recorded. In Israel, there were 800,000 soldiers able to draw the sword, and those of Judah were 500,000. But afterwards, David was stricken to the heart because he had numbered the people. David said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done. But now, O Lord, I pray you, take away the guilt of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. When David rose in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David, Thus says the Lord, Three things I offer you, choose one of them, and I will do it to you. Gad came to David and told him, he asked him, Shall three years of famine come to you on your land? Or will you flee three months before your foes while they pursue you? Or shall there be three days pestilence in the land? Now consider and decide what answer I shall return to the one who sent me. Then David said to Gad, I am in great distress. Let us fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercy is great. But do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a pestilence on Israel from that morning until the appointed time, and seventy thousand of the people died, from Dan to Beersheba. But when the angel stretched out his hand towards Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented concerning the evil and said to the angel who was bringing destruction among the people, It is enough. Now stay your hand. The angel of the Lord was there by the threshing floor of Araniah the Jebusite. When David saw the angel who was destroying the people, he said to the Lord, I alone have sinned, and I alone have done wickedly, but these sheep, what have they done? Let your hand, I pray, be against me and against my father's house. That day Gad came to David and said to him, Go up, 
and erect an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arunah the Jebusite. Following Gad's instructions, David went up as the Lord commanded. When Arunah looked down, he saw the king and his servants coming towards him. And Arunah went out and prostrated himself before the king with his face to the ground. Arunah said, Why has my lord the king come to a servant? David said, To buy the threshing floor from you in order to build an altar to the Lord, so that the plague may be averted from the people. Then Arunah said to David, Let my lord the king take and offer up what seems good to him. Here are the oxen for the burnt offerings, and the threshing sledges, and the yokes of the oxen for the wood. All this, O king, Arunah gives to the king. And Arunah said to the king, May the Lord your God respond favorably to you. But the king said to Arunah, No, I will buy them from you for a price. I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for fifty shekels of silver. David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt sacrifices and offerings of well-being. So the Lord answered a supplication for the land and the plague was averted from Israel. 2 Chronicles 2 Solomon decided to build a temple for the name of the Lord, and a royal palace for himself. Solomon conscripted 70,000 laborers and 80,000 stonecutters in the hill country, with 3,600 to oversee them. Solomon sent word to King Huram of Tyre, once you dealt with my father David and sent him cedar to build himself a house to live in. I am now about to build a house for the name of the Lord my God and dedicate it to him for offering fragrant incense before him and for the regular offering of the rose of bread and for burnt offerings morning and evening on the Sabbaths and the new moons and the appointed festivals of the Lord our God as ordained forever for Israel. The house that I am about to build will be great for our God is greater than other gods. But who is able to build him a house, since heaven, even highest heaven, cannot contain him? Who am I to build a house for him, except as a place to make offerings before him? So now, send me an artisan skilled to work in gold, silver, bronze, and iron, and in purple, crimson, and blue fabrics, trained also in engraving to join the skilled workers who are with me in Judah and Jerusalem, whom my father David provided. Send me also cedar, cypress, and algum timber from Lebanon, for I know that your servants are skilled in cutting Lebanon timber. My servants will work with your servants to prepare timber for me in abundance, for the house I am about to build will be great and wonderful. I will provide for your servants, those that cut the timber, 20,000 cores of crushed wheat, 20,000 cores of barley, 20,000 bars of wine, and 20,000 bars of oil. Then King Huram of Tyre answered in a letter that he sent to Solomon. Because the Lord loves his people, he has made you king over them. Huram also said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel who made heaven and earth, who has given King David a wise son endowed with discretion and understanding, who will build a temple for the Lord and a royal palace for himself. I have dispatched Huram Abai, a skilled artisan endowed with understanding the son of one of the Danite women, his father a Tyrian. He is trained to work in gold, silver, bronze, iron, stone and wood, and in purple, blue and crimson fabrics and fine linen, and to do all sorts of engraving and execute any design that may be assigned him, 
with your artisans, the artisans of my lord, your father David. Now as for the wheat, barley, oil, and wine, of which my lord has spoken, let him send them to his servants. We will cut whatever timber you need from Lebanon, and bring it to you as rafts by sea to Joppa. You will take it up to Jerusalem. Then Solomon took a census of all the aliens who were residing in the land of Israel, after the census that his father had taken, and they were found to be 153,600. 70,000 of them he assigned as laborers, 80,000 as stonecutters in the hill country, and 3,600 as overseers to make the people work. Jude Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. To those who are called, who are beloved in God the Father and kept safe for Jesus Christ. May mercy, peace and love be yours in abundance. Beloved, while eagerly preparing to write to you about the salvation we share, I find it necessary to write and appeal to you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. For certain intruders have stolen in among you, people who long ago were designated for this condemnation as ungodly, who pervert the grace of our God into licentiousness and deny our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ. Now I desire to remind you, though you are fully informed that the Lord who once for all saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward destroyed those who did not believe, and the angels who did not keep their own position but left their proper dwelling he has kept in eternal chains in deepest darkness for the judgment of the great day. Likewise, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which, in the same manner as they indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural lusts, served as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Yet, in the same way, these dreamers also defile the flesh, reject authority and slander the glorious ones. But when the archangel Michael contended with the devil and disputed over the body of Moses, he did not dare to bring a condemnation of slander against him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these people slander whatever they do not understand, and they are destroyed by the things that, like irrational animals, they know by instinct. Woe to them, for they go the way of Cain and abandon themselves to Balaam's error for the sake of gain, and perish in Korah's rebellion. These are blemishes on your love feasts, while they feast with you without fear, feeding themselves. They are waterless cloud, carried around by the winds, autumn trees without fruit, twice dead, uprooted, wild waves of the sea casting up foam from their own shame, wandering stars for whom the deepest darkness has been reserved forever. It was also about these that Enoch, in the seventh generation from Adam prophesied, saying, See, the Lord is coming with ten thousand of his holy ones, to execute judgment on all, and to convict every one of all the deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers and malcontents. They indulge their own lusts. They are bombastic in speech, flattering people to their own advantage. But you, beloved, must remember the prediction of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, for they said to you, In the last time there will be scoffers, indulging in their own ungodly lusts. It is these worldly people, devoid of the Spirit, who are causing divisions. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, look forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life 
and have mercy on some who are wavering. Save others by snatching them out of the fire, and have mercy on still others with fear, hating even the tunic defiled by their bodies. Now to him who is able to keep you from falling, and to make you stand without blemish in the presence of his glory with rejoicing, to the only God our Saviour, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority, before all time, and now and forever. Amen. Psalm 20 To the Leader, a Psalm of David The Lord answer you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices, Selah. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your victory and in the name of our God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord will help us appointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories by his right hand. Some take pride in chariots and some in horses, but our pride is in the name of the Lord our God. They will collapse and fail, but we shall rise and stand upright. Give victory to the King, O Lord. Answer us when we call. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year. Before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, 
Just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then drop us a line through the usual channels. And check out the show notes for all the contact details. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, they're all there. There are links there. If you click them, they'll take you through. We have a prayer request today to pray for Roger. Roger's a minister who is retiring. He's been through a really difficult phase. His wife died recently, and I think he's just coming to terms with that. He was due to retire to care for his wife, and I think retiring now has just made it all doubly difficult. So if we can remember Roger in our prayers. Let's pray, shall we? Father, thank you so much for the great heroes of faith listed in Scripture. Thank you for those other heroes of faith who've shared their examples and lives with us. Bless them with strength and health, Lord. Lord, please use us to bless and to serve all your children, especially those who have lived many years in faithful service to you and your kingdom. Because of the grace of Jesus, and in his name I pray. Amen. and our prayer for the time of the year. Gracious and merciful God, we pray that through the Holy Spirit all Christians will hear the call of new evangelization and seek a deeper relationship with your Son Jesus. We pray that evangelization will renew the Church, inspiring all Christians to go forth and make disciples of all nations and transform society through the power of the Gospel. We pray for all members of the Church, that we heed the words of Christ, do not be afraid, and strengthened by the Holy Spirit's gift of courage, give witness to the Gospel and share our faith with others. We pray that we may become like the father of the prodigal son, filled with compassion for our missing brothers and sisters, and run to embrace them upon their return. We pray that all people yearning to know Christ and the Church may may encounter Him through the faithful who witness to His love in their lives. Loving God our Father, strengthen us to become witnesses to the saving grace of Your Son, Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with You in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught His disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.